Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. It used to be that people had to go to medical libraries and study up about the illnesses they wanted to fake, but that's no longer the case. Now people know that all that they have to do to become an expert is go to Wikipedia or some other website and read about it. That's Dr. Mark Feldman. Nearly 10 years ago, he coined the phrase Munchausen by internet, a condition where someone pretends to be sick in order to get sympathy from an online community willing to reach out and give them a hand. In 2019, more and more are being caught out doing it. Today, we find out what's going on in the mind of internet cancer scammers. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Mel Gibson is probably the most famous cancer scammer in Australia right now, but she's definitely not the only one. When you search cancer frauds online, a long list of names pop up alongside Gibson's. There's North Queensland woman Lucy Wayland, who used a blog to describe her fictional ovarian cancer journey. She raised $55,000 through an online donation page before she was found out. Or US nanny Candace Ann String, who claimed she was fighting stage 4 breast cancer, raising more than $30,000 through a GoFundMe page. When asked why she did it, she said she didn't know. Belle Gibson didn't use a fundraising platform to scam her supporters. She created an app which she sold through Apple's iTunes store and even released a cookbook pushing the healthy diet and alternative therapies she claims cured her cancer. She's been ordered to pay back the more than $400,000 she owes. These are just three examples of Munchausen by internet, a term coined by Dr. Mark Feldman from the University of Alabama back in the year 2000 to explain people who claim to have an illness and then use it to garner sympathy and support online. Dr. Feldman, why does it seem that cancer is the go-to disease for those with these issues? Well, cancer is often very serious. Everybody knows what it is and knows that it's important and can be deadly. But I think beyond that, these patients have some familiarity themselves with what cancer would sound like when a person types into a support group. And also, it's terribly unlikely that somebody's going to question another individual who claims to have cancer. It would be totally counterintuitive. And most people would never question even strange-sounding claims about cancer treatment or about predicted longevity 
or the specific type of cancer the person claims to have. So for a number of reasons, the internet has a cancer faking problem. So let's move into the internet sphere here. Has it created the perfect environment for these people to flourish? Because you can, and we've seen it in so many instances of catfishing, people can create a persona to fit whatever they like, really. Yeah, back in the year 2000, I coined the term Munchausen by internet because I was aware of increasing numbers of cases where people may have feigned illness in real life, but their primary focus was to do it on the internet. And um, I think the internet has caused an explosion in Munchausen-related phenomena. I think people now realize how easy it is to perpetrate a hoax online. Spam is an obvious example, but even talking about dreaded illnesses, people know that all that they have to do to become an expert in whatever ailment they decide to fake is go to Wikipedia or some other website and read about it. They may wind up knowing more about the illness than any of the group members do as a result of a quick review. It used to be that people had to go to medical libraries and study up about the illnesses they wanted to fake and then go to an emergency room and rely on their acting skills to be persuasive. But that's no longer the case. Now the whole thing can take place online with people getting all the attention they could have hoped for. Is that the end game here, the attention? We know that they get, we've had quite a few cases hit the courts because they've taken in donations, tens of thousands of dollars, and in some cases, hundreds of thousands of dollars to help support them through these, you know, alleged terrible times that they're suffering from these created illnesses. Money, is that the end goal to profit from it? Or are they getting something else out of this? What's the end game? Usually, they're not primarily after the money. They're after the attention and, uh, as I mentioned, care, concern, nurturance, love, because they haven't developed the social skills to get those emotional supplies in appropriate ways. Now, they may make some money as a result. People may give them gifts or they may launch GoFundMe accounts, uh, but it's all to buttress the deceptions. It isn't usually for the primary purpose of getting money. There are certainly exceptions to that. But for patients with Munchausen by internet, it's the intangible that they're after, not tangible things like money. Do these people who are creating these fake illnesses, do they understand the impact they're having on those support groups and networks that they create and those people who feel really betrayed by their behaviour? Most Munchausen by internet posers Uh, And it's tough to know whether to call them perpetrators or patients. I think posers is probably the best term to use for right now. Their need is so strong that they don't think about the effects emotionally or tangibly on other people. So I think they're they, they, again, often have personality disorders. And so that means that they have long-term self-defeating ways of trying to get their needs met. And certainly going online and ultimately being discovered to be lying about illness can be very self-defeating. It can also be the end of some support groups because the people who are betrayed feel that they can never trust anyone again. If someone would lie about cancer, they might lie about anything. And that's a very scary situation to be in. 
You're very familiar with the case of Belle Gibson here in Australia. We're seeing now that she doesn't seem to have any remorse for what she could have done to those people. There are people who've come out now and said that they stopped their chemo treatment because of information that she'd given and encouragement and support from her. She doesn't seem to be impacted by any of those stories. Do people with Munchausen by internet lack empathy? I think many people with Munchausen by internet do, in fact, lack empathy. Some of them have what we call antisocial personality disorder, and I suspect that this applies to Belle, though I've never interviewed her. That means that they do lack empathy. They lack a guilty conscience when they've done something wrong and exploitative, and uh, they may have long histories of behaviors that border on criminality if they don't represent overt criminality per se. But the highlight of antisocial personality disorder is that lack of caring uh, for other people. And that does seem to be a major factor in Bell's case. Is there a treatment for people who are experiencing these disorders? Is, Is there a way out for them other than getting what they need through these devious means? Well, when it comes to Munchausen by Internet, we're still in our infancy and understanding it. And the the American Psychiatric Association does not recognize it, at least not yet, as a mental illness per se. I don't know of any clinics, outpatient or inpatient, that specialize in Munchausen by Internet or even have a good idea of how to approach it. But I have received emails from a few people who had severe cases of Munchausen by internet and managed to stop the behavior and move on with their lives. And I have a new book out called Dying to be Ill. And in it, I recount some of these stories. In fact, the patients themselves wrote their own narratives about how they were able to move on. And I think those are really hopeful and instructive. Can you give us an example of one of those? Yeah. uh, One woman engaged in Munchausen-related behavior, both in real life and online, she didn't have a seizure disorder, but would sometimes enact seizures in real life so convincingly that even neurologists were misled. But she focused her attention increasingly online where she didn't have to enact a seizure. She could simply claim to have intractable seizure disorders that weren't responding to medications that would last a really long time and that ultimately could kill her. She entered therapy with a remarkably giving and caring therapist who was also willing to learn as the patient learned about her motives for the behavior. And they uh, really had a great response after about a year of intensive therapy. And I've stayed in touch with this individual and she's maintained all of her gains. That is good news for those people who might be listening to this who might be in the middle of misleading people on the internet as we speak. Yes, and there are bound to be quite a few. Uh, As I suggested before, I think it's more common now for people to lie about illness online than even in their day-to-day lives. For those of you with kind hearts and open wallets, for those who have a sad story in a GoFundMe page online, we're being told, do your research before handing over even a dollar. Or you can stay true to your own heart and just accept the fact that the person you believe is bravely fighting cancer may actually be fighting the demon of Munchausen by internet. 
That's all for The Quickie today. For more episodes, head to mamamia.com.au forward slash The Quickie.